0: 2013 gave you a run for your money. This time you're going to take your money. 2014. Hey, All right. Give you a quick nugget. The key to Christianity. The key to Christianity. is application. The key to Christianity is application. So if you'll turn with me to the book of Colossians, New Testament. And find chapter 3. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks as we open the word. We thank you that your Holy Spirit who is in each and every one of us. Father, God will rise up big, give us greater understanding and enlightenment to the scriptures to which we will look at. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for that insight and inspiration to each and every one of us. Amen. That's Colossians chapter 3. Looking at verse uh, 16 from the King James, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. I'm going to read it from the Amplified now. Verse 16, let the word spoken by Christ the Messiah have its home in your hearts and minds, and dwell in you in all its richness as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom, in spiritual things as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody to God with His grace in your hearts. Wow! That is a good scripture. Something that to uh, hang on for the rest of the year. So, in other words... But we're going to look at our attitude towards God's word in the year 2014 will determine our success our happiness and our usefulness success happiness and usefulness now turn with me to Matthew chapter 11 now In Matthew 11, looking at verse 15, Jesus is spo- uh, speaking. He says, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. From the Amplified, Matthew eleven fifteen, He who has ears to hear, let him be listening, and let him consider and perceive and comprehend by hearing. Wow, that's... So... Hearing the word is necessary, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, looking at verse 16. Jesus again is speaking, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Again from the Amplified, But blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are your eyes, because they do see, and your ears, because they do hear. Glory to God. So there's emphasis here, not only on just hearing the word, but we need to also do the word to accomplish things and to escape a life of waste and disappointment. If we're not using the word or following the word, your life can be what we consider a waste because you're not re- receiving anything that God has asked us to do, or it's a big disappointment. And many Christians are, are disappointed, and they seem that they're wasting their life away because nothing's happening, and nothing's happening because they're not into the Word. Now, if you're titling this uh, message tonight, it's The Rich Word. The Rich Word. So accepting the word into our innermost being as a guideline for our life will affect our vitality and effectiveness in our prayer life. Turn with me to John chapter 15 this time. In John chapter 15. Familiar verse. John 15, 7. Jesus again is speaking. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, You shall ask what you will, and it shall come unto you. Read it from the Amplified. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you, and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. Glory to God. So we just can't be just mere hearers of the word. We've got to practice the word. Let the word become alive in us. And let's go, I'm having you jump all over, but they're all familiar scriptures. Book of James, because we're starting a new year, maybe your pages are stuck, you got a new Bible, something to work you out. Okay, James chapter 1, looking at verse 22 through 25 from the King James. But, ye, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves, for if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding a, his natural face in a glass. For he behold himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner man he was, verse 25, but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continues therein, he being not a forgetful here but a do of the word this man should be blessed in his deed so we got, we have to do it to be blessed in what we're that the word calls us to do you can be there are people out there there are Christians out there they can quote the Bible from front front page to the back page uh, I know that in the in the Jewish uh, religion the first five books of the Bible are supposed to be memorized. That's why you, you go to the bar mitzvah for the, the boys and bar basma, bat is for the girls. You have to know the word. We, we wonder why these people are so blessed. Why the, the, it's because the parents are teaching their children the word of God and they have to memorize it and once it's memorized it becomes a part of them as they begin to you ought to know we all ought to know that as we get to know the word and we are able to speak it out in situation circumstances it comes alive and it blesses us thank you glory to god so what are you doing with the word of god for 2014 do you will you study his word Will you accept the authoritative message, the great truths, the warnings, the guidelines, and instructions for your life? Well, some of you are nodding your head. Some of you don't know where you're at. Okay. (laughs) Of course, we go to that nice scripture in Acts chapter 17, verse Eleven. We need to be like the Bereans. Look in the Word. Whatever you hear, check it out. See if the Word is actually saying it. Balance out the Word. Don't just hear it and say, "Well, this is what the pastor did or said, or this is what the evangelist said." Find out for yourself if if it balances out with the Word. If it's true, then you can receive it. But too many Christians or people in that go to church, churches, they're hearing things that are not of the Word or not totally of the word, they are being circumvented. They're being short-circuited, and you cannot have, be short-circuited. God wants you to go through all the word, not just bits and pieces of it. So we need the whole word. Amen? Okay. As we begin this new year, we must determine be, be determined to put the word first place in our lives. So let's now turn to Psalms 119. Psalms 119. And we're going to look at the very beginning of the chapter. That's Psalms 119. And we'll begin with verse 9. That's Psalms 119, verse, beginning with verse 9. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to thy word? So we need the word, it says. With my whole heart have I sought thee, O Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments or thy word. So don't let me drift away from the word this this year. Verse 11. Thy word have I hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against the glory to God. Look at as as we meditate and begin to hear the word, we're going to find out there are certain things that God says in his word that we shouldn't do we need to be changing when we find ourselves that's why you look in the mirror in the morning or after work and you find out what's all over your face and you want to clean it up or or you know put makeup on in the morning so we need the word as we read the word we're finding out there's there's discrepancies in us and it says clean up clean up. So this is what they're saying I've hid that word I have the word, wow, the word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against thee. So, glory to God. God is wanting to help us out to be successful. Amen. Glory to God. And we will continue on. Uh, Verse 12 Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Teach me. We want to be taught. As you read his word, you want it to come alive. You just don't want to be... The letter, uh, letter of the law brings death. But when the spirit of the word comes alive, it gives you life. So we need not only the letter of the law reading it, but it to come alive to give us life. Spirit. Okay. So... Uh, some of the things that we can take from these verses in Psalms 119. You can go clean through it and find all sorts of things. But we need, one, we need to take heed of God's word. Two, we need to be seeking God wholeheartedly. Three, we need to hide God's word in our heart. Four, we need to always be open to the truth. Glory to God. And five, we need to remove any lying ways. Those are a few things that I've noticed in there. Again, you can look it up for yourselves and even find more greater uh, blessings as you do so because we, we prayed that the Holy Spirit would open our eyes as individuals to greater revelation than that, than that which is being taught. And everyone said, Amen. Going back to uh, Colossians chapter 3. Once again, we'll re- read verse 16. That's Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Glory to God. So the, Lord, the word commends us to do certain things. Right. All right? Okay, so let's find out what we need to do. What, what, what does the word commend us to do? Philippians chapter 4. That's Philippians chapter 4. Look what the word commands us to do. Philippians chapter four, looking at verse thirteen, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Notice this is in the first person here. It's you, as you read, it's you that gets all these blessings. He strengthens you for all things. Glory to God. So, just looking at that verse, we need to believe it accept it and then act upon it. We have not because we ask not. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 7. We're just hammering these things down because this is the beginning of the year. We need a good good solid foundation again looking at it. Sometimes we let junk get all over our foundations. We're just clearing, clearing it away again. That's Matthew chapter 7, looking at verse 7. Jesus speaking, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to, unto you. Yeah. Wow. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. What does it say? What does these two verses say to us? Ask and receive. In other words, he's commanding us to do this. Oh, glory to God. How do you? Okay. What should we do then? Let's go to Romans chapter 4. In Romans chapter 4, we're going to find something very intriguing. I always found it to be intriguing. That's Acts chapter, uh, pardon me, Romans chapter 4, verse 17. As it is written, that's Romans 4:17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed in God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. From the Amplified, verse 17. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was appointed our Father in the sight of God in whom he he believed who gives his life for the dead and speaks of a non-existent things that as he foretold and promised as if they already existed. Verse 18, For Abraham, human's reason, hope being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he was promised so numberless shall your descendants be. So we're committed to speak those things that be not as though they were. Find out what God's word, if it's not in your life, you can bring it to pass in your life. Well, that's a tall order. The main reason we don't have that coming our way is because we have not spoken the word out. We're not believing it. It took... Abraham almost 25 years to get that straightened out in his mind. We don't have 25 years. We're going to do it this year. So it's months and weeks that we got to accomplish certain things. That means we need to look at those things and begin to meditate upon it, use God's word upon it, and he says it's not going to go void. you got to say, God, this is your word. It can't go void. You're going to accomplish what it's going to take place, and you said it would happen in my lifetime. Wow! Amen. We should be running around. <laughs> okay, what well, else does he commend us to have or do? Let's go back, uh, not back to what we'll, we will go to Luke chapter 10. Wow, glory to God. Amen. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Jesus again is speaking. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Whoa. From the Amplified, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability. Glory to God. Over over all the power the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do we dare walk in this? Or is that just, just for only... The Supermen of the Bible, but we can apply this to we'll say Daniel, we can apply it to Paul, we can apply it to David, but I can't apply it to myself. Is that what this verse is saying? No it says anybody that's going to claim this you 've got the power Amen. like the, like that old song of laverne trip i 've got the power in the name of Jesus. Well, maybe we ought to resurrect that song in our hearts. Maybe if I can find it, we'll play it. (laughs) Some of you will, whoa. I'll have to put that, I don't know how I'm going to get it. I'll find it. Okay, so, again, dare we walk in it? It is unlimited as we walk in him. It is unlimited as we walk with him and in him. Oh, glory to God. Find the book of Deuteronomy. We're going to look at what what the Old Testament saints did. I believe this is a promise that we can take because we are a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. Is it not? Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 33. I don't think you have this underlined in your Bible. verse 27 from the King James the eternal God is thy refuge and underneath are his everlasting arms and he shall thrust thee out the enemy from before thee and shall say destroy them that sounds like it's part of that uh, behold I give you power let's read it from the Amplified the eternal God is your refuge and dwelling place, and underneath are his everlasting arms. He drove the enemy before you and thrust them out, saying, Destroy. Well, who's he thrust them out, but who does, who's what is he telling you as an individual to do? Take the power and destroy the enemy. Don't let him come back into your life. If there's something that keeps on coming back in your life, that means we are. Um, Catering to it, we need to destroy it. Yeah. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Okay, let's. Uh, let's what else does he command us to do? Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. In Second Corinthians, chapter nine. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, looking at verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. From the Amplified, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. What? every favor and earthly blessings come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Glory to God. Hey, this is you. We need to claim some of these scriptures for 2014. Quit saying it's for Rodney. Quit saying it's for Brother Copeland. You are in the same line. They They are children of God and you are a child of God. So Why don't, take, why don't you take your portion of it? Why don't I take the portion? The main thing is, we got to get rich in the word. Okay. Uh, since we're in that location, let's go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. This is abounding in every good work. 1 Timothy chapter 1, looking at verse 12. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me to be counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. He's counted you faithful to put you in the ministry. Well, well I don't have fivefold. Hey, whatever you do for the Lord. He says if you go to your job like if you go to your job and, and believe that the, the, you're working as for Jesus, that's part of the ministry. Whatever your job, it's, it's there. It's a blessing. Okay, let's go to something else that uh, uh, Colossians 3.16 kind of talks about, emulates. Let the word correct you. Ouch! Ow! Boy, that hurts. All of us make mistakes. We sin against ourselves we sin against others but most of all we sin against god we all stand in need of correction let's go to second timothy once again and look at it second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 it says all scripture has been given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for oh correction for Instruction in righteousness. Correction so that can be, we can be right standing with God. So, in other words, this scripture is telling us that we need to restore things to its proper place, to its proper order. Remove all fallacy, fallacies. Amen? Practice the word and don't compromise in God's word many of us have compromised on God's word in the past let's not let's not try to do it again this year amen okay now we're going to hit hit a bunch of scriptures let's go to uh, Proverbs this is the word correcting us Uh, in the book of Proverbs we want to go to the 28th chapter word correcting us in the big ouch okay Proverbs 28 and verse 13 he that covereth his sin shall not prosper uh we need to take care of that sin right away as soon as it soon as it happens as soon as the Holy Spirit speaks to us we need to repent instead of saying it's water under the bridge no it's an anchor pulling you down get rid of that sin right away because it's going to if you don't You can't prosper. Oh, wow. Turn with me now to the book of Jeremiah. We want to go to Jeremiah chapter 3. In Jeremiah chapter 3, we want to go to verse 13. Only acknowledge thine iniquities that thy transgressions against the Lord thy God and hath scattered his, thy ways to the strangers under every tree, and ye shall, and ye have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. We need to get rid of this. We have to acknowledge our transgressions, our iniquities. Don't hold them. Don't, don't use them for a rainy day. I <laughs> many ever. Said to somebody, you know, something happened and is will you forgive me? And you say, uh, I'll take a rain check on that. Yep. You know, well, next time, well, it's holding us down. It's drying us down. We've got to get rid of that iniquity. Uh, since we're in I- uh, Jeremiah, let's go to the book of Isaiah. That's backwards. Isaiah, we want to go to Isaiah 29 this time. Isaiah chapter twenty-nine Verse fifteen. This is correction. Woe unto them that see, seek deep to hide their counsel from the Lord, and their works are dark, and they who say who seeeth, who sees us, and who knows us. Hey, God knows what's what's going on in our lives. Nothing's hid from him, so get that correction out, spit it out, clean clean house. Colossians, uh, pardon me, not Colossians, but Second uh, Corinthians, in Second Corinthians, chapter six. These are things that we uh, we need to begin to apply or. or uh, remove the cobwebs and dust that we have allowed to take place in 2013 and remove them so that we could be a smooth running individual to receive the blessings of god to do the things that he's called us to do so in two corinthians chapter six looking at verse 14 be ye therefore be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness. So, I know sometimes it's very hard when you're in the workplace, you might be working to a individual that uh, hates Christians or just hates you because of your nice personality. Your, your the ble- They see the blessings upon you and, the, and they're, they're mad at you. Don't, I mean, you, you have to work with them but you don't have to go to lunch with them and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You continue to pray for them to believe that have their lives changed, but it says here we're not supposed to be equally yoked with them. Don't take them into places that, that, uh, that, are, a bless, that are a blessing to you, but it's, put, it's like putting a it's putting a ring in a in a pig's nose you know or was it it's a pearl pearl i can't remember what it is right now but we can't do it some some people won't you know well just laugh it and you know if you're saying for example i'll, I'll use this example you settle down to lunch and if you say, well, let's, let's all pray. And this individual doesn't like it. He's going to make fun of you. He's going to do everything else. You know, make it a silent prayer. You know, until they get ready to, to receive. They're going to wonder what's going on. Okay, what else does the word do? We need to let the word commission us. Did you know that the word has commissioned us to do certain things? Uh, let's go to let's back up a couple of few pages to um, Romans chapter eight. That's Romans chapter eight and verse five. That's Romans 8, 5, 4. They that are after the flesh do, the, do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we need to walk in the Spirit. We're commissioned to walk in the Spirit. Not in the, not in the flesh, but the Spirit. Some of you are saying it's a tall order. Well, You want blessings? Fulfill that what you've called to do. You're commissioned to do it. Um, All the way back to the Old Testament. Find the book of Hosea. That's right before the book of Joel. I know you know where it's at. Okay. That's Hosea chapter 6. That's Hosea chapter 6, looking at verse 3. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his goings forth is prepared as the morning, and he come, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as latter and former rain. So he's the refreshing one. We're commissioned to be refreshed by him. We need to come to him. Oh, glory to God! Amen. You know we we are going through global warming now, but in, in the but in the summertime when it's and you've been out at work or you know, uh, we'll say you're working in the garden, it's you're hot, sweaty, and dusty. What do you need? You need to be refreshed. Take a shower, a bath, and have something cold to drink and feel great. This is what he's saying. We need to be refreshed by him. Okay, let's go to John chapter 8 then. John chapter 8, looking at verse 12. Jesus again is speaking. And spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, he that follows me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life so we need to follow him thereby we walk in light John chapter 10 In John chapter 10 looking at verse 27 my sheep hear my voice I know them and they follow me hearing God's voice having open ears to hear John chapter 12 verse 26 John 12:26 If any man serve me let him follow me and where I am there shall also my servant be if any man serve me him will my father honor Serving, when you serve God or follow Jesus, the Father honors you. Hey, that, that is something neat. Okay, let's go to 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2. in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 21 for even hereunto were you called because of Christ also suffered leaving us an example that we should follow him we are called we are commissioned We are called to do what he's called us to do. We need to open up the word and find out. And uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it's talking about the gifts that are given. We need to operate in some of these gifts. Ask the Lord to use you in the gifts. We need to excel in them. We can't be like a bump on a log or a wart on a frog. Okay. We need to excel. Okay. What else is uh, Colossians uh, Colossians that we looked at 3.16 mean? It means the word needs to cheer us. I mean, all of us stand in need of of being helped to be cheerful at times. To encourage us to face the uphill struggle sometimes that we have okay so uh since we're in the new testament back up to the book of Galatians Galatians chapter 6 that's Galatians chapter 6 oh glory to God hallelujah Verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap and not faint. Well, that's something. That, that word right there t- should cheer you up. Glory to God. 6, 9. I like even number 6, Galatians 6.6. 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto, unto him that teaches in all good things. Oh, glory to God. So we don't need to be weary in do well-doing. Go forward again to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 look at verse 8 it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things those things which you have both learned received heard and seen in me do And the God of peace shall be with you. So we need to practice those four things. Those things that uh, we learned. We need to put it in our character. What sort of things we receive? Humbly receive them. The blessings. Glory to God. What things What so are things we heard. All the blessings of God. Things that uh, we have seen. We see miracles daily. You don't recognize it. You know, I think it would be kind of neat to ask the Lord to open our spiritual eyes when we're driving. And you see what is going around you with other people. See how much he's, you know, because... Uh, When you're driving now, you see people doing this or texting, you know. How much is that ministering angel holding that car in in the right position? Or, you know, have you look up? You know, all of a sudden, your head looks up and your eyes get this big and you're thrown on the brakes because you're ready to see an accident ahead. You know, it'd be kind of neat to see Ask, ask the Lord open your eyes to spiritual things that are happening not for you, but around you. Well that's uh, something else, isn't it? Okay. Okay, let's... Uh, we're heading the, in the long stretch to, to the end, okay? Christianity is very practical. It's not dead, dry, formal, a lot of people say Christianity is dead, dry, and formal. But it is divine, living, vital, and dynamic. It is also liberating. Amen. Fellowship with the God of creation. Hallelujah. Amen. What other religion has you speaking to your Creator as a friend? And he's wanting to say, I'll take that old thing you got there. I want to give you something new. I want to bless you. He's got so much. It's running over in heaven. He's wanting to pour it on on us. And we're just saying, Oh Lord, if I could only have just enough to cover the expenses. No, he says. I want you to, I want their expenses taken care of. I want some finances running over in a bank, enough to give to others and establish my covenant. That's what he wants us to do. Wow. So, let's start with the book of Psalms. Psalms 139. That's Psalms 139. Psalms 139, verse 17. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me! O God, how great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. Wow! It would be interesting... To so count the sand so i have an assignment for you go out to the beach guadalupe beach bring a thimble with you get a thimble of sand bring it home see how long it takes to count that thimble and that's just a thimble not these are thoughts that he has towards us great plans but you never thought that somebody would think about you that much then all the sand he must have some plans for you but he has that many thoughts towards you Jeremiah tells us that these thoughts bring a reward glory to God 2nd Corinthians 5 17 we are new creatures in Christ Jesus old things are passed away not only are we on his mind like the sand but we are fresh and new you are fresh and new Romans ten seventeen. faith cometh by hearing the word Amen. and hearing the word and hearing the word That brings growth and maturity to us, hearing the word. Of course, we know that we just can't hear it. We need to do it, and that brings the maturity. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Sin has no dominion over you. Glory to God. We're free from all bondage. Keith Moore. No more bondage. I can't even think of how, how... but no more bondage. Romans 8.37 We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So that means that we are equal to any task that comes our way. Any temptation that comes our way, we're equal to it. That means we can throw it off. Glory to God. First John 4 4. You are of God's little children. That's 1 John 4 4. You have God's little children. This means you have favor. Amen. If you have children, you, ha- you favor your children over those that are, they c- you could get the whole neighborhood of kids around you. But if your child is there, you're going to favor your child. So you have faith. We have favor. God has given us favor. 1 John 5 and 4. 1 John 5 and 4. He gives us faith that uh, victory that comes over the world. Victory that comes over the world. Amen. That means it's been granted by the Father. Think about that victory over the world. Overcomes the world. It's been granted by the Father. Oh, wow. You make us it, make it stand tall. Shout. OK. Last uh, words we have for tonight. you get out early. I get out early. No one can sleep for you. I can't tell my wife, go to sleep for me so I can get rest. No. No one can sleep for you. Two. No one can eat for you. Or drink for you. You're the one who has to do it. Likewise, no one, but you can let the word of God dwell in you richly. They may prompt, your, your, your spouse or good friend may prompt you to read the word of God, to get in the word, but they can't get you to dwell in the word richly. It's up to you. So, the final comment for tonight. Let's make the year 2014 a year of breakthrough into the impossible with God. Amen? Amen? Okay, glory to God. Everybody can open their eyes now. I know you're praying deeply. Hold me up and while I was doing this. Okay. Uh, the, there's a receptacle in the back if you have your tithes and offerings. Uh, you can place it back there so um, anybody need any healing at this point okay let's all stand like I said some of us will go early others got to wait but